Yo, 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 what's going down, y'all? It's MK3, the host. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What's going down, y'all? It's 2019. Hope y'all feeling well out there. Um, Man, just, as always, man, I wanted to take some time to thank y'all for, for tuning in to Kirkland's Corner. Man, I am MK3, the host, creator of Kirkland's Corner. Um, This has just been kind of a whirlwind experience for me, uh, just to catch up to speed. If you're not familiar with me, like I said, this is Kirkland's Corner. My name is Matt Kirkland. Um, I'm a guy that loves to talk. I'm a guy that loves to be social. Um, I love to just be interactive with, with I like funny. And comedy is my shit. That's what I prefer. But sometimes you got to venture off into other things. So, you know, I prefer to be, you know, funny. But I always got my own opinion. And some people don't get my humor. Some people think it's stupid. Uh, some people don't like my sarcasm. That's cool. You don't have to rock with nothing you don't want to rock with. I'm just telling you a little bit about myself right now at the moment. You hear me? So when I started reading up on podcasts and whatnot, I was kind of like, man, would anybody even listen to what I got to say? Fuck it. Might as well try it. And, you know, and that's where we are today. You know, I don't have, I don't boast the world's biggest amount of followers, but I do have some. And for y'all that are following out there, I'm thankful for you. I appreciate it. Um, you'll never really get a, a set script for me here on the corner. It's always just going to be, you know, what's in my mind in that time frame when I record. Because I always want to try to put my best foot forward when I record. I see a lot of people on the Anchor app uh, that I use as well. Uh, I see a lot of people that just, you know, boom, 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 boom. They always got something. It's like, damn. Sometimes I'm like, man, everybody got some shit jumping. I ain't got shit jumping up in my head. But I know full well I got stuff going on upstairs it's just some things I feel like you really gotta map it out before you put it out and so that's just kind of one of my methods to it so I do apologize for some of the gaps I know I said I was going to try to move to more daily routine you know what 2019 the motto is the time is now on everything and that's a direct quote from Wale on his ambition CD from uh, years back but when you think about that saying the time is now like if you're blessed enough to be still alive in this moment then the time for you is now uh you can't sit around and wait on that perfect opportunity uh seen a lot of good ones go uh sickness you know life itself uh whatever the case may be and we always like to believe we have this unlimited amount of time we have this big ass you know window of opportunity that's going to last and it's not going to because life does happen. And so you do have to take it by the horns and run. And so for me personally, you know, this whole year, you know, moving forward, that's my goal is just to move forward uh, consistently and positively. And so, you know, um, this kind of this last year was 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 interesting. Um, I like to be as positive as I can. And overall, last year wasn't one of my finest years. Uh, To be completely honest, dating back to probably 2011, things have been a little bit rocky for me. Um, I do a decent job of masking things, um, but I also just keep to myself, so I don't necessarily feel I have to project these things out. But I'll share it with some of you, because I know some people struggle with a lot of things and don't necessarily have an outlet as I always say here on the corner, you got an outlet to get your shit off. And what that means is get your shit off your chest, you know, get your shit off your mind. Whatever you need to do, you can always feel like you can come here 
and do that. And I think that's one thing for me that's so crucial because sometimes I really got some things I need to let go of. The past few years is one of those things. And so let's take a journey back. So the beginning of the year starts. I have my own, you know, crib. Things is fine. Uh, Things are going well, you know, and then just kind of like out of nowhere, boom, just, you know, things kind of got rocky, you know, Uh, found myself not working for a little bit, you know, was able to, to scrap up some ends to help myself, you know, cover my own ass for a while. Um, I went up to uh, unknown territory to me. I was in about Torrington, Wyoming, Alliance, Nebraska, Scotts Bluff, um, just deep out there in places I've never been. And I helped uh, one of my friend's uh, dad's companies, they're uh, delivering phone books. And at the time, you know, I was like, man, what the hell are they going to have me out here doing? And then, you know, it's one of those life things where you don't got those dollars in your pocket and you got an opportunity to put said dollars in your pocket. You better get off that pride horse and get the, get the hell to it. And so, you know, that's naturally what I did. I had one of my friends come along. Shout out, Kurt G. Came along with me on a little adventure for a week. And so, you know, I did what I had to do to get myself back into the game. And then I was able to pick up a position, um, you know, that I thought was going to be long term. Uh, ended up getting my... My wings clipped from me there, too. So I'm looking at striking out twice, you know, and it's only it's only May. So I'm like, dude, 2018 is about to be some other kind of beast. But see, the thing with that is that, like, when within those struggles, you have to find where you are as a person and as a man. A lot of those things didn't sit well with me. I'm going to transition back a little bit into something. So in terms of society, there's always these, you know, I see a lot of posts on Facebook, posts on Instagram, posts on Twitter. And it's always it's always what a man is supposed to do, supposed to have. And if he doesn't have or do these things, they're not a man, they're not this, they're not that. And I'm thankful that I got my own brain because if I went off what society said, like, I really wouldn't be shit. Now, imagine a confident male having to say something like that. Because there's a lot of people that believe a lot of these memes they see. There's a lot of people that believe these statements. And so they get sidetracked and derailed and get into, they actually, like, let social media tear them down and I can't be one of those but you know I read some of those sometimes and it's just like you know I'm I'm a human first so naturally sometimes I'm like damn maybe they are right I don't have this this or this in order my love life is shit damn damn man are you even really here are you even really like accomplishing the task that you set out to do here, bro? Or are you just coexisting and going through the motions? And then the other side was kind of like, man, okay, this is what it is. Today is, let's say today's Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Um, You've been woken up. You need to be thankful to God for waking up. For one, because somebody didn't wake up today. You need to go about your business the best that you can. 
and you need to pray for a good result and work for a different result. Okay, okay. That seems a little bit more productive than sitting here, you know, sitting to myself, damn, I don't got this and that. Like, what, what am I even here for? And, you know, a lot of things I feel are opinion-based. And, you know, opinions are good and bad. Um, as we all know, opinions aren't true or false. So it's really just an open-ended statement of what you think with little to no research. Just what you think. And the world is so much bigger than just what we think. Um, you know, it ties into this because the world is way bigger than you think. Unless you think big. You know, you really have to tell yourself, hey, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. And you have to train yourself to not let little things or little sayings you know, that might be in a nice bold print or a nice italic font, you know, derail you from where you're trying to go. There, Yes, there is things that, you know, I would say as a 33-year-old male that I don't have that I really do need to get a hold of and get a grasp on. And, you know, for anyone else struggling out there, you're not alone. Um, you know what? I'm sort of a, yeah, I would say like a late bloomer, you know what I mean? Because I know what I'm doing, but I don't always do the things I know I should be doing and that leads to some problems in life you know I you know I can go back even further you know I just kind of felt just the last few years have just been off you know um sometimes you just I feel like you just go through those points where everything is just a blur you get to hear the mumbling voices in the in the in the wilderness. Then you start to see those snakes in the grass start to come out, and all those things throw you off. And so sometimes it is best to walk a path alone. You still have to maintain contact with the outside world, shutting yourself off in a box. It's not really going to get you where you want to be. Uh, putting yourself in isolation, you know, from something that hurt you before. Yeah, it might be a good tactic for a while, but that's not how you want to base living your life. I've got a lot of things I'm proud of that are past tense. And a lot of things I'm not proud of that are past tense. I think sometimes I have a tendency when I'm having a rough time, I tend to look at some of those positives from the past and and they bring me that instant joy and and that recertification that okay you good man you you got this handle it knock it out the park get it get the get your shit off, and then sometimes you just wallow in that negativity and you're like man, I really did that shit then or, I really you know is that what I said is that how I acted, and I'm telling you that can throw you for such a nasty loop, backwards. It's not where you want to be. Because then you get to thinking about even more things and more things get heavier on your mind. And then before you know it, you're compounding the past that you already should have gotten rid of. With today's issue, before you know it, you got a whirlwind sitting right in front of you. You're stuck in the middle of it because you're in your feelings. You're stuck in the middle of it because you won't get out of it because you're sitting here putting all this pressure that's like concrete bricks on you. You can't do that. And, you know, a lot of people do the new year, new me thing. 
that's not really where I'm at. But I did make a lot of changes and outlooks for this next year. Yes, it's just a, uh, I guess, a plus one, if you will. Um, we went from 2018 to 2019. So, okay, cool. Not a whole lot has changed except the time and the date. But at the same time, it's still a fresh start. It's a, it's, it's a new beginning to a new, you know, audition in life. You've already got the part. You're just trying to figure out how to play the part you want to be. Anybody can script out a role for you. Only you can make that role come to life. So as you're playing that role in life, there's going to have to there's going to be some ad-libs you're not going to be okay with. But you have to learn to be okay with them. You know, like a lot of things I see right now like you know, and people are opinionated and that's fine, but I mean, is it if it's is it just me or is it that people really complain more than ever right now? You know, if you if you post pictures of you going to the gym, you're an arrogant, cocky asshole. You know, if you're a woman and you post pictures of you going to the gym in leggings or spandex and a sports bra, you're you're a slut. I mean, you're you're just some little gym whore. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How? Did we go from big upping people on their endeavors and making sure their lives are where they want them to be to all of a sudden telling people what they what they should be doing with their lives, man? Like, it's just like, man, and I bring this up because it was part of the year in review for me because, like, I've just seen more and more of the, you know, if you feel this way, then you're this type of person, like, especially with the po- politics, like, I saw somebody say the other day, Something about getting Trump's dollar ninety eight gas and Obama this and Obama that. It's like, dog, give it a rest. Like, okay, you didn't rock with Obama. Cool. I don't rock with Trump, but I'm not out here like making it some kind of issue every single day. Like I don't rock with dude. There's some things that I think would be good that would be nice to have done. Okay, cool. I didn't agree with everything Brock did. But, like, why is it that, like, we can't, it's just a weird, it's just weird to me. It's goofy time, to be completely honest with you. It's goofy. You know, why Why are we still at this juncture where we're comparing presidents, we're actually being blind to the things that are in front of us? Um, it, as much as I hate talking about race, I got to drop it in here a little bit. So, my biggest thing that I've seen over the past few years, besides the phenomenon of the N-word coming about in its more popular fashion, you know, meaning I've I've heard every race under the sun say it, it's deeper than that. My question and my concern is that when people say there's really not a race problem and it's people making things a race problem. Yes, some things are over. Yes, some things are overdone. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, there are some people that are racial that are racially sensitive to certain issues. Black, white, red, green, yellow—I don't really care. Yes, there is. My take on this is that you can be pro whatever you want to be without being an asshole. Me as an African American male, I feel there's a lot of issues that I lean towards my African-American culture for answers. 
Why? Because I feel comfortable in that region. Does that mean that I wouldn't ask uh, a, a Caucasian gentleman for help or a Caucasian lady for help? No, absolutely not. It doesn't mean that at all. It does not mean that in not one bit. Now, when I ask them a question is an entirely different thing. But at the same time, that's still my choice. I say that to say when we when we talk about racism not existing, there's people literally still being hung. There's people that are being spewed, you know, this, that, uh, nigger this, nigger that, blah, blah, blah. And there, there, there was an ad I saw. This is no bullshit. There was an ad in the, I think it was the South Carolina Craigslist. This dude was actually recruiting people for some type of, like, KKK movement, and, like, to put that shit in Craigslist, to be bold enough to do that, and then, you know, we're talking about how he already has, like, 300-some members, we don't have a race problem? Huh. So we just form hate groups. It, it just, it boggles my mind that people don't see where... You know, obviously there's there's prejudice involved in decision making. There's also racism involved in decision making. Yes, there are people who don't have a preference of being around people of a certain ethnicity and, and that's that isn't racist. I think that's more prejudice, you know, to in your in your own way. But it's not that type of stuff that we're looking at. We're looking at the name calling, we're looking at the way things are treated, we're looking at the way that just in a whole, it really feels like, honestly, people want African Americans to just shut up and just die off. You can take that how you want to take that. Um, that's how I feel about a lot of the ways things are handled. Um, you know, people are being murdered by police. And the first thing we're seeing is if you comply, you would have lived. And, you know, that's obviously not racist. But then you get people stupid in, should have blah, 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 and all of them should die. And then, you know, you, you see this stuff online and you hear the stories. And the thing I think that irks me the most is you'll see people share stuff talking down on you know, obviously rioting isn't good, you know, those type of things obviously are not good, but you'll see more of a uh, concentrated effort on that aspect than you will the fact that someone was murdered in cold blood for no reason. The, you know, body cams are being turned off. The police is a whole different matter, but I'm just saying in general, you know, the type of things that happen, you know, yes, there are problems in every community. Yes, people are treated poorly by the police in every race. But when we're seeing these things and we're hearing these things and we're acting like nothing is going on and then people have the nerve to sit here and be like, oh, there's not a race problem. People just need to get over it. Have you ever stopped to put the shoe on the other foot? Like, do you know how simple it is to get over stuff when it continues to happen, when it's happened for a long time? I'm not the type to get into the, you know, you guys were slave. I don't do that because nobody that I know parents own anybody I'm not like I said this isn't even my alley but like it's one thing that I've seen over the past few years and I I had to say something 
because it's crazy to me that people really believe that racism isn't a problem and it's only promoted to drive more issues. I mean, racism isn't a good thing, obviously. So yes, it's going to create more issues. I think the biggest issue is denial for me. I don't see how you can deny that, you know, things are in a shitty place in terms of race and the world itself is in a bad place in terms of just how we treat people of different, you know, color. You know, and and no, this isn't saying that white people, Caucasian people are not treated poorly because they they are in certain instances. You're absolutely right. This is not just a one-sided thing. But when you look at a lot of these things, in my opinion, the reason why people don't speak out is because they don't have either the sense of urgency or they do it in their own way. You know, people, it's just so crazy that people would say, you know, well, such and such happened to this white person. You don't see anybody riding or, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And that's great. I have a, I have a set of stickers for you and a thumbs up and a pat on the back. That's your personal choice. Am I saying that rioting is good? Absolutely not. Rioting and destroying your own city is not a good thing. It actually, it's so obvious what it does that I really don't understand why it happens in these communities when these things happen because you want to have the community stronger than ever in situations like this. You don't want to have to be starting from scratch. But then, you know, just the, the, you know, even from Black Lives Matter to all, please don't even start with All Lives Matter. But this is the, this is the biggest concern. All lives didn't matter until Black Lives Mattered started. You can be as upset and bothered. You can turn off the recording if you'd like. I just needed to say that. Because until Black Lives Matter started, all lives did not matter. You don't have to agree with me on that. But I think you see where I'm coming from. And in, in, and let me be the first to tell you that all lives do matter. All lives have mattered. Period. Period. But why such the frustration when, when, when Black Lives Matter came, came out? Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, they're a hate group. Uh, they're looking to promote an agenda of at buzz stop. No, everybody knows that there's bad apples in every bunch. Like I said, rioters, looters, the people breaking, so the people causing injury. That's obviously not a good thing. It's obviously not an okay thing. It doesn't help anything. Yes, people are angry. You can't blame people for being angry. You can blame people for their actions and hold them accountable. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. But a hate group? No, absolutely not. Were there people that acted out and made the group look bad as a whole? <clears throat> Guilty by association? Yes, absolutely. But as a whole, there's no way, shape, or form this was built to become an evil empire. That's my little bit on race. You know, I have two biracial children. Um, I've been told 
plenty of times, oh, you only like white women, blah, 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 blah. That's not even the case. Um, life is what it is. Life happened how it happened. I don't have any regrets about the children I have, the women that I have the children with. That's what happened in my life, and that's the story so far that's been written. We as people have got to stop looking at color when we look at people. People are people. That's where the line needs to be drawn. That's where it needs to stop. So as we continue on in the year in review, you know, that was just, those are a couple of things that really just kind of stood out along with my own personal struggles during the year. That just were a little bit bothersome, you know, um, especially being in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know, I was in Columbus, Nebraska for years. Um, it's not even that it was the worst place to be, but there's, I mean, there's shitheads everywhere. And there's a lot of closet racists everywhere. Um, we'll leave that, we'll leave that where it is. Want to take a moment to say thank you to uh, Josh Linen and RMV Studios Rich Musical Vibes. Uh, that is my sponsor. They have been doing a wonderful job of allowing me to use their facilities and their um, world-class equipment. Um, RMV Studios, if you need to get a hold of them, Josh Linen on Facebook or RMV Studios, Rich Musical Vibes. Um, and that is on Facebook as well. So make sure you get a hold of that. If you ever need to look up Kirkland's Corner, it is on Facebook too as well. Kirkland's Corner with a K. And my name, like I said, is Matt Kirkland. Um, I have those two pages. You can follow me at any time. Uh, just wanted to put that out there also for any you know artist or anyone like that. Um, you definitely should get a hold of uh, Josh Linden on that for uh, getting into Rich Musical Vibes, R&B Studios. Uh, very good people, very solid people to work with. And it's been a blessing as I continue to go. Uh, I hope to keep you know working with them in the future as well. And as we jump back in to the year interview here on Kirkland's Corner, I hope you had a solid year. I hope that um, if you didn't, you prepared yourself for the challenges that are ahead for this next year. Um, there will be some, obviously. Uh, if you know what you're doing, you've got it mapped out. You know where you're headed. That's always that's always a plus, you know, uh, for me. I know where I'm headed. I want the corner to do big things. Um, I wanted to take it to new heights that it's never been. I want to take myself to new places I've never been because I feel, like I said, the time is now on everything. So moving right along in the year review. So, you know, halfway through the year, uh, my son, my youngest son, uh, Kyler, he had football um, and obviously, you know, as a as a three sport athlete in high school, you know, I played football, basketball, and I did a little bit of track and field events as well. So naturally, when he wanted to play football, I was very excited. Now, obviously, you know, moving forward into you know life, you understand um, football is a violent sport. A lot of hits that could take you out. A lot of hits that could change the complexity of your life. Um, you know, and we'll cross that bridge when we get there. You know, if it's if tackle football is not something he wants to do when he gets older, that's that's cool with me. As long as he isn't a piece of shit, and yes, I said that. I that's my main concern. No, I'm not calling my kid a piece of shit, but there are a lot of piece of shit people out there in the world right now, 
and parenting is where we've got to get a hold of it um those who know me know I may or may not have some issues getting along with people and sometimes I struggle with relationships that should be solid and that's you know neither here nor there but you know as you with with children in separate homes you know the best thing you can do for them is to be be present be there and be as much of an outlet as you can be given your situation you know and uh i have an older son uh jameson he does live in columbus where i used to live and you know it's it was it was hard because i wasn't able to see him for most of the year a good portion of it about six seven months and that really really hurt me because uh jay's been a vital part jay's my firstborn son so not being able to have that oldest that's got that you know the sense the wherewithal knows kind of a little bit about life not a whole lot but knows enough about what they're going through with their personal changes to know that you know what hey you know i need to talk to my dad i'd like to talk to my dad you know we just weren't able to communicate as well as I would have liked to. And so that played a part in me being a little bit more down as well. Um, but as I was saying, with uh, with Kai, he was playing football, you know, and there was a game in in particular. And I don't work for this place now, so I have no problem telling the story. But there was a game... And I, w- I wasn't keen on missing it at all. So um, I closed up the store. I put up a sign. And I ran to Kyler's game. And, you know, came back, obviously, as fast as I could afterwards. Thankfully, no one, you know, had been there. So it wasn't too big of a problem. But, uh... I'm sharing this highlight with you because it helped kind of turn my life around for the year, despite what was going on. Um, you know, I, I've always kind of you know tried to keep as close a relationship with Kyler as possible. Same with Jay as well, uh, but we kind of bonded over football, and he's you know really was doing well. And you know, I just I wanted to get to the game, and so I get there and. You know, the the game's going well so far. There's a couple little runs. And, you know, I hear the coach. And he's like, hey, Kyler, you line up on this side. You know, quarterback lined up over there. So I was like, okay. And I was like, you know, let's let's see what you got, kid. You know, he didn't score in the first game. He almost broke one. Uh, but a kid dove and miraculously got his flag. I'm not sure how. But, uh, you know, that was either here nor there. And so... The ball snapped, and I'm probably more excited than Kai. And I'm noticing Kai's not moving. And so I'm like, Kyler, go. And I say it again in more stern force. Go, Kyler. And so Kai grabs the ball, and when I tell you he hit this corner so hard, the kid chasing him fell just off the sheer motion of trying to turn and catch up to him and I see little man breaking down the sideline and he's just just moving along and I'm just yelling all I could all I remember was yelling take off Kai I yelled it about five times as I was coaching from the field 
and the pride, the just the happiness, all of that just was welled up in me. Um, you know, my youngest son scored his first touchdown. You know, it was it was a great run. It was a great touchdown, and I just seeing how happy he was made all the difference in the world for me. You know, his mom was there. Um, his grandma, um, Lonnie's mom, and then my mom was there. Um, my parents were there too, and so they were able to see Kai's first touchdown. So it was just a special thing for me. And I do believe in God, and I do believe that he works in mysterious ways. And I believe when I was praying about it, I said, God, please don't let anybody come in while I'm gone so I don't get in trouble because I don't want to miss this game. And I look at it now, and I tell you what, I'd have been pissed if I'd have missed that game because I'd have missed his first touchdown. And so that was just special for me because I got to watch that, and it just felt like a moment where I watched my son grow and glow in the same moment. And so that kind of helped quite a bit. Um, you know, kind of went through the rest of the year on a bit, on a, on a more of a high note. You know, I got back into working at uh, Famous Dave's. Uh, where I bartend. I uh, love bartending, by the way. If you ever need to stop in there, uh, ask for Matt. Uh, not going to lie, you probably won't miss me. 6'5", black, bald head with a beard. So if you miss me, you're legally blind or need to get your eyes checked. So, yeah, definitely stop on in anytime uh, if you live in the Lincoln area. But, yeah, so I've been working there for a while. Um, I was doing a little bit of construction work as well. wasn't really my cup of tea. Gave it a few months, but just decided that, you know, the money I was making that days was, was good enough. And I had some other endeavors, and I got the sponsorship from R&V Studios, so I wanted to try to put good use to it as well. But um, the year ended on, on, on a more of a high note. You know, I was able to put some podcasts together. I was able to get a lot of good energy from some sources that I was really needing to get good energy from. Um, I had a lot of cats that I look up to that either know I look up to them or don't know I look up to them. I had them, you know, give me their feedback and they're like, hey, man, I see what you're doing with the corner. That's great, brother. Keep pushing. Keep going for it. And in my mind, I'm like, huh? You know, because to me, I figured people thought it was stupid. I figured they probably thought it was just Matt trying to be funny, Matt trying to be cute. No, man, I'm funny. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm mildly hilarious from time to time. I mean, it just it just depends. You know, my funny it may not be somebody else's funny. You know, as my son is learning in his uh, first grade class at uh, Randolph, don't yuck someone else's yum. And that's a pretty bold but simple statement. You know, what's for you isn't always for someone else and vice versa. And so with that being said, you know, I've been just working on podcasts. I've been working on getting in touch with people. One thing I want to get better on is keeping my time schedule and my word together. Because sometimes you get just so in the groove of things, in the motion of things, you forget that you already have a life. You do have a schedule of things. And you can't go around and deviate from a schedule to do something else without clearing it and take care of that task first. And I know that's something we all as humans struggle with because we get so excited and fly by the seat of our pants. And then come back really, oh shit, that was something that was on the list of things to do that wasn't done, you know. So, with also, in that regards, you know, like I said, I want to make sure I keep myself to a higher level of accountability uh, this year and moving forward. And so, 
you know, one thing I got touched on earlier, a lot of people don't like the new year, new me thing. It is kind of cliche and cheesy. Um, it's kind of funny because there are some people who really think that this new date is the beginning of them becoming a totally different person. And like, the thing is, is that that's all well and good. You might do something different that day, but that doesn't make you that different person just yet. You have to, you, you gotta put, you gotta put work into it for one. You know, it, it doesn't come without, it doesn't come without a cost. It's not easy. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I think people don't realize when you associate a new beginning. There's a lot of, that means there has to be an end to some things. Some of the things you were once comfortable with have to come to an end. And so for some people, that's not as easy of a task for them to accomplish. And so I think people get so burnt out on the new year, you knew me thing. And just basically, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where you know what you got to do, take care of it, do it to the best of your ability and make sure that at the end of the day, you crush your goals because for one, you set your goals for yourself. And at the end of the day, what you eat doesn't make someone else shit. And that's a famous line from Jay-Z. And it means, you know, what what you do doesn't affect someone else and it shouldn't affect someone else. And that's just, you know, that's one of the things that unfortunately some people like to, to take advantage of because a lot of people really feed off that positive energy. So when they get that first batch of negative energy, it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Now my whole, my whole horizon has changed because such and such doesn't, you know, feel this way or doesn't agree with me. And it's like, no, you just keep going about your business because at the end of the day, that's all you have is you and, and your word and your principles that you stand on. And, and if you break all of those or any of those at a given time, you're, you're susceptible to, you know, the hardships of earning that back, um, being, you know, a person that can be accountable and then being a person who's also reliable because when you do certain things, certain ways, you're looked at as a liability and not an asset. And once you're a liability, you know, there's not that many people that are going to want to give you the time of day to do anything because liabilities cost. Whether it's money or it's time or it's business, those all interchange. And when you start costing people stuff that they're working for, you see how quickly you're not needed. And in a world that we live in now where things are on high demand and there's people who can get to the things that some people can't get to, that really does make a difference. Because if you're not utilizing the resources you have while you have them, then you can't even be surprised when someone who didn't at one point have the resources gets a hold of them, and now it's a whole new ball game. and now you're having to look at them like, well, what in the hell did you do to get here? And see, that's another one of those things where you have to be humble because nobody likes to see someone else shine brighter than them. And I don't care who you are. You can say that, you know, I want to see everybody win. Okay, but do you want to see someone shine brighter than you is what I'm saying. And that's a hard thing to accept because as I do my thing, you know, with my podcast, I won't lie. Sometimes I see people doing stuff and I'm like, man, they probably got that idea from me. And I'm looking at the internet. And I'm like, man, shut up, man. They did not get that idea from you. This I, this world is full of ideas, full of things for people to take advantage of. And I think the important thing about this 
is it ties so much into what I said my theme was going to be this year. The time is now on everything. And, you know, that may sound like a new year, new me thing. But really what it is is a declaration that the time has come for me to get done what I need to get done. And I'm going to do it now. You know, there's not a problem really from my eyes with the new year, new me. It is some sometimes it's cheesy. I mean, it's, it's whatever. Some things are cheesy as shit. And I think the sooner people can admit those things and not get offended by that, I think we'll be in a better spot. You know, one of the things I look to do uh, this next year is really sit down with a lot of people. I want to get interviews with people. I want to know what they think. I want to know what their mindset's like, what their motives like, what they what they go through in their thought process with things, how they handle things. You know, we're all different. We're all created in in God's image, but we're all different people. What ticks for some, talks for others. And, you know, hopefully that didn't go over your head. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like we're missing out on as people that we could all benefit from. You know, I think having, you know, uh, uh, kind of like a, a health instructor or someone, you know, who's a dietitian or someone who's got some tips on eating better, et cetera, would be a nice, helpful thing for those people who want to jumpstart their health, who want to get stuff, you know, better in line. You know, people who uh, who are motivational speakers, people who believe in, you know, the power of equality, um, in, in the in other issues of that nature. Uh, you know, I want to hear from them. Because I feel like this, as I grow listeners, as I grow into what I aspire to be, which is a broadcaster, you know, a podcast host on a higher level, or, you know, aspiring even to, to be, to do any acting or anything that it would call for, I try to keep myself ready for that. And so, I think, I kind of lost myself there for a second, I apologize, but... um you just always have to be prepared. And I think this year is a year for me to just really kind of come out the gates and show what I've got. You know, and I think consistency is going to be key. Consistency is always key. And that's always been one of my issues because I can jump start it like a, like a mother, but it's keeping the engine running. It's keeping those wheels churning. You know, when shit hits the fan, am I still, am I going to still be able to write? Can I still put the pen to paper? Can I still put the pad down and, and, and do what I need to do? Or am I going to wallow in, you know, what happened? Am I going to sit and be, you know, am I going to piss and moan about it? Am I going to sit here and get nostalgic and get down in my feelings and then start, you know? No. The time is now. I've seen too many people go, um, you know, last year, before then, you know, 2017 was rough, lost some friends. Um, you know, that was, that was tough. Um, it's always tough to lose to lose people that are like family. It's always tough to lose friends, um, friends that are younger than you, friends that are older than you, uh, people that you came across that you may have rubbed wrong at one point, but you're thankful that you know before they, before their uh, their light was dimmed, you know you were able to get things right. Um, death is always a hard part of life. Um, you know, that's something that comes with the territory. Um, obviously a little tough for me right now. I was just, uh, just thinking about my friend. Um, one of my friends, uh, was like a brother to me. Um, 
bacon. Uh, Mike Carlson passed early in my, I would say, my storm of 2018. And I think it hurt me so bad because I think about what we went through as friends. Um, You know, I knew who he was. And to be honest, we were two different cats from two different ends of the spectrum. He was a tall, and I don't really like to say redneck that much, but he's a tall redneck, and he only called himself a hillbilly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, me, I'm just a I'm tall black, you know, black male. Loud, you know, I like my drink, I like my smoke. Um, it's neither here nor there. But we connected, man, and and he treated me like family. And, you know, there's a couple years where without his help, you know, rides here, rides there. Um, Some of the things that, you know, I got to enjoy to do with my, my family and my sons, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So when I got that call... Um, saying that he was gone, you know, it really struck a chord in me. Um, it hurt. And, you know, it was just, you know, this family's first Christmas uh, without him. One of my first Christmases uh, without him. But I thought more about the kids and what kind of person they were going to miss out on. I know my buddy had his beliefs and had his doubts. Didn't stop me from caring about him, didn't stop me from loving him like family. Never see bacon again on this side of the earth. But uh, I'm thankful to God that he put him in my life for the time that I was able to have him there. Uh, That was one of the big roller coasters of this last year. I know I kind of backtracked a little bit, but I, you know, I hadn't talked about it in too many other podcasts, but I had to. I had to pay homage to him because uh, he's one of the few people that believed in me as well when I told him about this page and what I wanted to do with it. And it's tough because, you know, um, my buddy will never hear any of my podcasts. He won't be able to to give me the feedback that we talked about. Um, won't be able to sit and talk about how the kids are doing. Stuff we take for granted that we get to do with our friends all the time. Uh, I just, you know, hate to get sour, but on that note, just I implore you to do 
what you got to do while you have the time because you never know. Uh, Mike was only 38. And he died in his sleep. And I wear a black armband with Batman on it because that was his favorite character. And Lord willing, uh, far far be it for some kind of foreseen uh, unforeseen incident I won't take it off so yeah losing bacon was tough man um, but also with death become, comes joy as well uh, my buddy Miguel who was a big part of uh, what I do here in the corner uh, Miguel Gomez I married his his the love of his life uh, Kenzie Ray, who is now Gomez, um, you know, that was all within a week of each other, so it was kind of tough, but, you know, uh, my youngest son Kyler was in the wedding, and I was thankful to be able to see him be the uh, the ring bearer, and so that was a good time, um, it, was, it, was, it was a good healing uh, part for me as well, um, just, you know, sometimes the little things like that just help you heal. Uh, closed out the year, like I said, strong. Uh, was able to go see my oldest son, Jay. Took him to the gym with his little brother for a few hours. Uh, took him to the Creighton game, which was awesome because, you know, as we know, we kicked the kicked the crap out of Creighton, so that definitely felt good. Um, just seeing him there, having to be happy, seeing my parents. Those are the little things in life that I yearn now more than ever for. Um, I used to want a lot of things. Now it's just pretty simple and cut and dry. You know, I want my kids to thrive. I want to be successful, and I want to make sure they reap all the benefits. Life is very precious, y'all. Just make sure y'all take care of y'all business while you can. Make sure you get over the bullshit from the past. Make sure you let shit go. Make sure you don't hold on to shit. Don't hold on to it. You can forgive. You can also forget. You can also forgive someone and still not want to talk to them. That is okay. That is okay. Do not let whatever happens fester in your life. Don't let shit build up to the point where you blow up. Don't hold it in. Let it out. Don't fear giving someone a chance to be your friend or to talk to someone. Sometimes you need an outlet. Don't be afraid to let someone in. Remember, you always have the power to control what you want to control. So therefore, if you've got the power to control it, control it. If it's not something you can control, you either get help or get the hell away. 2019 is going to be a big year of success for Kirkland's Corner. I've got my first tournament. I'm going to be doing some play-by-play announcing for February 8th and 9th at the Malone Center. If you're in the Lincoln area or surrounding area, you want to see some fun basketball, uh, it's going to be a great tournament. We, got, we called it for the love of the game. Uh, shout out my boy Jordan Brown. Um, he put on this event. We're helping get some proceeds for the Elite Tempo basketball team. It's an AAU program here in Lincoln. Uh, they're doing very well. We want to just help support the youth as best we can. And so I'm going to be making my play-by-play debut there. I did it a little bit in Columbus, but I'm about to do it here in Lincoln. First time. Uh, very excited about that. It's going to be a great moment in time for me. A great movement for uh, the corner, for the people who support me. Um, just 
I just can't tell you just overly just just excited about where life is headed. Um, I got a better mindset, better attitude, and I just feel way more focused on what I need to do, where I need to go, and what I need to do to be who I want to be. And that means some people can't come with, and I've accepted that. Um, I'll hold them in spirit and in heart and pray for the best for them. But when you're on a mission and you know where you want to go, you got to get to where you're trying to get without waiting on anybody. That's just a simple and plain about it. My parents are doing well. My dad has surgery coming up the 21st. Keep him in your prayers. They're retired. They're enjoying life. My sister's set to be married next October. You know, life is moving along. You know, I used to complain a lot, but you know what I'm realizing? Every day above ground is a good day to be a Kirkland. Proud of the family name. Proud of where I come from. Proud of the people who have helped me along the way. Just excited to see where we're going to go from here. Like I said, we're going to have uh, more interviews, uh, more of my face on videos as well. We're going to have more audio. We're going to try to keep as much audio pumping as much as I can. I'm going to try to have some topics uh, each each day or every other day. I'm going to probably dive into some more random stuff too. Um, just really feeling like utilizing my brain power my mind to make this thing work to the best of our ability and if you supported Kirkland's Corner if you've even listened to an episode thank you I appreciate you uh, I hope the best for you um, if you're on if you listen and you didn't like what you heard I appreciate you thank you I still hope the best for you um, if you want to become more involved please by all means give me a, a buzz MJ Kirkland 247 at iCloud.com. Um, I'm always willing to work. I'm always down to, to chop it up. Um, like I said, I got my Facebook page, Matt Kirkland on Facebook, uh, Kirkland's Corner with a K on Facebook, um, at Mr. Kirkland, uh, the number two letter U on, on Twitter, uh, Kirk City Classic. K-I-R-K-C-I-T-Y-K-L-A-S-S-I-K-3 on Instagram as well. Uh, I want to thank Josh Linen as well, R&V Studios, Rich Musical Vibes. Appreciate the love, brother. Always love. Uh, we got to, we'll have some more projects coming up for sure, for sure. Um, I want y'all to make sure you set some goals for 2019. And knock them out the park. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for those watching over you from the skies. Sam K3, the host. We done with 2018, people. We about to kick 2019's ass. Anytime you need to get your shit off, anytime you need to feel safe and be you, you know where to head to. Head to Kirkland's Corner, baby. Y'all have a blessed one. I'm out.